0: Mel and
1: Cal, and this is It's Called Culture. Ever heard of it?
0: So a few weeks ago we kicked off an episode talking about my daughter's birthday party and how we almost forgot to pick up her cake and I figured we could kick today off talking about how for that same party I had to convince my dad not to bring three pensonge to the party.
1: Pensao is okay. a Holy Ghost thing. You pretty pretty much give money, you get a ticket, and you get like meat, bread, sweet bread, and wine. No, yeah. and wine.
0: Yeah, well, there's different tiers. Like yeah, you can ex- get right. That's like basic so, tier. Then yeah. you can have a tier where like you get the cantadouge, like a little mariachi band basically right. shows yeah. up
1: singing at your door. I didn't have. I've never had that come to my house. <laughs> So
0: the Penson schedule was like the day or two days before my daughter's party yeah. that they were going to be deli- not delivering, you said, pick, pick up. up. It's always up.
1: around Memorial Day weekend is when they kick start.
0: And so, of course, you know, I'm just trying to do something simple Memorial Day, some burgers and dogs, maybe a little Charisse on the grill, whatever. So all I asked my parents, because they have a a history of just bringing a hundred times more than what I asked them to bring. <laughs> so I have to be very like specific and forceful and tell them, no, this is the only thing I'm asking you to show up with for this party. So it's just excess. It goes to waste or they'll bring something totally like off theme for what food I had. Right. And whatever. Always. So I said, I just need you to bring some Cherise because there's no Cherise around or good Cherise around where I live. So they were in charge of just Cherise and my dad's like, you know, the pension is coming two days before the party. Do you want me to just bring up the meat? And I'm like, no, that's a huge honking piece of meat. Like, yeah. you paid good money. You pay, like, a decent amount of money for this penson, like, for a reason. Like, you want that meat right. for you to use. You're not going to just go wasting it on, like, children at my party. <laughs> and I'm like, dad, no. And he's like, well, I got three. You got three pensonges, yeah
1: that's insane you know and how much
0: meat that is so i'm like expressing to him how crazy he is for getting three pensonges. and he's like last year i got five <laughs> and i'm like what five pensions i'm like that's a whole cow yeah pretty much those honking pieces of meat
1: that's five giant breads Like, how long could that possibly last? You got to put that in the freezer? Yeah, they would freeze the bread, most likely. The wine's going to go quick. Five of (laughs) wine, big jugs with, like, the white basket weave around it. Well, in my house, the wine would go quick. (laughs) Five mosses. Oh, that would go also quick, too, though. I just got mine yesterday, so... The listeners probably, like, will be two weeks <laughs> ago, <laughs> and the sweetbread's already, like, almost gone. I mean, I get that, but five sweetbreads? Yeah. What do you They're get- all,
0: like, baked on the same day. Yeah. Like, you you can't freeze and unfreeze a sweetbread. Like, I'm sorry, you can do it. My mom has tried it, and it tastes awful oh, once it comes out of the freezer. I
1: have a current sweetbread that's frozen from Easter, and I'm like, what are you guys doing with this? Like, Why? Like, are you saving it for the apocalypse? <laughs> you can't. You just—it doesn't taste good. No, it doesn't. You can't you can't freeze sweet bread, and like, I'm sorry, regular bread either. Even like when they try to do it with the popsicles, it mm, it's not the same. All freezer burning. Yeah, I agree. And then you—they pop it in like the microwave for a little, like for like a quick second to like heat it up. It's not the same. They cannot waste any food. No, no, not at all.
0: In the freezer, still good no oh, thank you oh we're gonna get into our real episode i promise but the pup sucks when they start to get hard i don't like them no they the pushy people they cut them into the little um slices and put them in the toaster oven. you toast them oh yeah you make the little toasty breads yeah yeah yeah, yeah. and it's literally
1: just like old
0: bread yeah, that you just it is. toasted so that to prevent it
1: from going bad and then it lasts forever once it's a toasty bread <laughs> and they put it in like a big bag my mom always puts it in a big bag and it's like a little twisty tie to keep them closed and it's like a massive big bag of old bread that's toasted <laughs> but then it's like it's good forever yeah but it's not <laughs> like but it's not because it's old bread and it's gonna get like mold but does it once it's toasted does toast in it kill mold? Does toast <laughs> kill mold? Does the toaster kill mold? Well, it's not killing mold. It's not moldy when you put it in the toaster. <laughs> I know, but then it's also oh, preventing. True. It's preventing
0: it from. But molding. does okay?
1: So does the toaster prevent mold? A it, must <laughs> a it must delay the process significantly.
0: It must delay the process significantly. They do it at Portuguese restaurants. They'll yeah. bring you a little basket of toasty breads, which you're like, I know this is just old bread.
1: But it can't give you much, like too much more longer of like time-wise. It doesn't add another month to the bread. My mom would beg to differ. No, I know. My mom is, I, but just because I know when that was toasted, I won't touch it. Like I,
0: like it was thick. almost bad before you toasted it.
1: <laughs> exactly. I'm very, They like, probably cut off some mold to f- put the moldy pieces in the trash and then toast the rest. I'm very like finicky. I had the peanut butter, the Jif peanut butter that was recalled, which I was pissed about because I like, fed it to my dog, just like in her little Kong toy. And I was freaking out that I was going to catch it all, My dog's going to catch them out. More my dog than me. I was like, I don't care if I have salmonella. It's my dog. But do you know my mom was like, that's still probably a good thing of peanut butter. We only had. I made myself a sandwich and I gave a little bit of Kong to my dog. That was it. Other than that, it never it hasn't been touched. I was like, why are you going to throw that out? It's a good thing of peanut butter. I'm like, mom, there was a recall <laughs> for salmonella. What the freak? You didn't get sick. The dog didn't get sick, right? Just don't give it to the dog. I don't understand. They won't throw, they won't throw anything out. No. An expiration date isn't a thing for them. Oh, that drives me nuts.
0: Oh, this is not supposed to be an episode about no. food. By the way,
1: <laughs> we're just <laughs> my
0: husband. Every time he goes to my parents' house, like anytime we go there for a visit, he opens the fridge and he cleans out all the expired stuff because it drives him nuts.
1: It drives me nuts.
0: And they're just like, "What are you doing? That's still so good." And he's like, "It's four years past the expiration." Like, and
1: he's just throwing it in the trash. Same thing with like medicines. Like, I'll have old Benadryl in the medicine cabinet. I'm like, this is ineffective. (laughs) And I like took it actually not too long ago because I thought it was allergies, but it was like a cold. And I was like, oh, maybe it's just my allergies. I'll take one. I stayed awake the whole night. It did the opposite effect. (laughs) Oh, it was like three years old. I was like, oh, fuck. This is the only thing I have. It's the middle of the night. I just want to sleep. Still thinking it's allergies, but it was a stupid cold. And I popped one in and could not sleep. It did, I, I got no drowsiness feeling to it. Nothing. Just one? Yeah, it just took one. I got, it didn't do nothing for me. I'm right, but evil. it was
0: expired. So you should have taken four.
1: Cadets. <laughs> <Good laughs> <laughs> <laughs> four expired <metadryls. laughs> But it's just they don't throw anything out. And now that everything's like expensive and inflation, you can't waste anything. No, I- forget about it. I would to hear it all the time, how much they dropped at a grocery store and they have like two little bags of food and how much it costs. Like, I know.
0: My my parents are constantly talking about like, oh, the price stays the same, but the chicken's looking small. <laughs> the chicken does.
1: It's true though. It is so true.
0: <laughs> We talked a lot about food in the past couple episodes and vacations and whatnot. So we were going to switch gears a little bit and we were going to kind of go into maybe some transportation-related
1: stuff, right? Cars and that sort of thing. Because so we just we were kind of discussing how like our parents and the Azores didn't have licenses to drive a car, didn't even have, own a car, probably. No,
0: and at the time that they were out there. It was, like, a very special thing to own a car. Like, it was a one car in the village, and it was, like, the doctor
1: right, had a car. Right. And that was it. So when they came here, they had to learn, like, pretty much how to drive, pass the driver's license licenses, pass an eye test. <laughs> so out of my four
0: grandparents that came over, two of them never, so husband and wife, never went for their license at all, just... Their three kids got licenses at some point, and they just never felt that they needed it. They worked close by. Everything they needed was close by. They'd walk to the store or whatever. Okay. People would take them to the grocery store if it was further away, whatever. My other side grandparents both went and got licenses. And my grandmother got into like a little fender bender like on her block <laughs> and never drove again.
1: Oh, my God. The
0: anxiety was, like, too much for her. nunca Uh
1: That's definitely my mom right there, too. But my mom, did still, my mom still did drive. But she was definitely very anxious about it. I feel like my mom shouldn't be driving. <laughs> but she still does. <laughs> it's alarming. It's very rare that I'm ever in the car with them. Very, very rare. Because I'll do all the driving or I'll get her and take her where she needs to go. But occasionally, I'm like, she'll drive. in I'm so scared. <laughs> A lot of them,
0: and I'm saying them, like as in the Portuguese people who are really nervous about driving, will either like only do city driving, they won't drive on the highway, yeah. or they won't drive to anywhere that they've never been before because they don't know how to use GPS and that sort of
1: thing. Oh, so my mom won't drive. My mom won't do the highway. Yeah. Well, strictly just the city. She won't go anywhere out, but she won't even do the whole city. She only just does her areas that she knows in the city. In <laughs> like a five mile like radius. <laughs> like if I ever wanted to go to the mall on the weekends, to go to limited two, you have to go over the bridge. I had to wait for the weekends for my father to take us.
0: So we've been friends since we were five years old. Yep. And we would hang out all the time. I've never been in a vehicle with either of your parents driving. Is- <laughs> Ever.
1: Oh my god, that's true.
0: They never took me
1: anywhere. <laughs> I'm so sorry.
0: We picked your ass up one hundred percent of <laughs> we the time. Did.
1: Now I feel really bad. I gotta do the coonish. I owe your parents a lot of gas money. <laughs>
0: At today's prices. <laughs> today's prices. Yeah, like, with interest.
1: That is so, so definitely not my mom. You would, you would never get, like, got into a car with my mom because my mom would have never gone t- two towns over to go get you. That was out of the question. And my dad either was working or too busy kicking back <laughs> at the local bar. I'll just say that.
0: I feel like it was just always my parents, they were, like the community. The community driver, right? <laughs> so my grandfather, the w- the one who did have his license, he ended up being the one who would bring me to school, and he was like my chauffeur he for was like, a long time, <laughs> my ride or die. <laughs> When I started school, he was still working, so I had other family members helping out. It took yeah. a village. Yeah, it took a village. Like some aunts, some other aunts, great aunts. I yeah. was just all over. Whoever was available, I'd be watching Alice in Wonderland at their house. <laughs> so Saved by the Bell in the morning before school.
1: It was like whoever wasn't working maybe that week or that day. Or worked or, a different shift. Or worked a different shift. It's just that's, You just had to figure it out.
0: Right. But everybody lived in the same area. So it was easy. Yeah. 'Cause there was always somebody available.
1: Just all everything was just so close by. Everyone's like everyone's kids' schools were close by, or you even went to the same school. If you you were with like
0: with your cousin or something yeah. like that. So you'd get dropped off at some relative's house and they would eventually bring you to school. And you'd go back to their house maybe after school or whatever it was. Yeah. But then eventually my grandfather retired and started being my ride or die. <laughs> He drove this 1970s Chevy Monte Carlo, green, like olive green. It was like a boat. Yeah. I remember it just, it was a boat. He drove like a boat.
1: Like big in the back.
0: It's big everywhere. <laughs> big everywhere. It was two door. So just massive doors. And you'd have to, I could i was barely big enough to like open the door and swing it open it just had a real big radius
1: you needed like fusa to like you needed to open that door with such force
0: yes and then you'd have to like pull the seat forward to get in the back or whatever (laughs) because it was always it was never just me going to school it was like me and aunt, whoever a cousin a friend whoever and He would just drive us around in this thing. And I remember just being so embarrassed by it because we were in like the 90s now. So he's he's driving this like 20 year old vehicle. Right. This horrific boat. And I just hated it with every fiber of my being. Again, this was a Chevy Monte Carlo. He would wait in the parking lot. Like for us to get dismissed from school.
1: How early would he get there, though?
0: Probably so early
1: like an hour before
0: (laughs) probably and he would just sit there and he would be like kind of like taking a nap dozing off in the car while he waited and then whenever i would get dismissed i always wanted to like linger with my friends so like i made him wait more which i feel bad about but eventually i'd make my way over to the car and i don't know maybe like the heat, heat stroke was getting to him in there but he would take a long time to get up and get going and get us out of that parking lot oh my god (laughs) it was a process like we'd get in the car and granted i had made him wait but now i got in the car and now i'm in a rush now i'm like all right let's go let's go yeah and so i i was always just getting in the car and he didn't speak english so i'd be like Vavu, anda Vavu, anda and anda means like go Move your yeah, ass. Let's go. <laughs> right, and he looked at me one day, and this is going to be half English, half Portuguese because this is how he said it to me. And he said, "Is no Honda a Chevy," <laughs> and I freaking died. He's basically saying, "This is not a Honda. <laughs> this is a Chevy."
1: Oh, that's such a good line. <laughs>
0: like, I'll that's never forget you'll that. You'll
1: always, yeah, you'll always remember that.
0: It was great. It was perfect. I never told him to Honda again.
1: <laughs> he, like, kind of, like, took up for himself from you. Know? <laughs> He's like, oh, yeah, kid, you're going to make me wait. <laughs> and then now you're yelling at me to go. I, <laughs> He got a line for you. He got to tell <laughs> you.
0: Oh, big time. The car was such a piece of junk. I mean, like, the... <laughs>
1: Yeah, it is. It was. I'm sure it was, but like for them, it, it wasn't.
0: Like it was still running. Because so for him, it was they didn't fine. They
1: have a car out there. They didn't have a car. Are they on the island? So like anything that they had, there was like there was like pride in it. Us, us, because we think the color is fucking ugly. No, <laughs> but it was
0: really a piece of junk. Like it was old. It was past its prime. Yeah, radio buttons would come off in my hand. Like, I'd be trying to turn the radio station and the buttons <laughs> would just fall out. And I'm like, okay. And then his tail, his tail taillights to so his, like, blinker wouldn't work. Oh, that's it's, not good. Do you know, he used to make me get out of the car and go hit the blinker in the back. <laughs> He'd pull over on the street you lived on, kind of a busy road. Yeah. Hey, go hit the blinker. <laughs> And I'd get out and I'd be out there just like banging on the taillights and eventually it would start blinking. Right, right, right. And then I'd get back in the car and then we'd go a little further and he'd make a turn. (laughs) And then you'd have to get out again and hit it? Yeah. Like he'd pull over before a turn so I could hit the blinker. You might as well just turn at that point. It's more of a hazard having your school-aged
1: child get out
0: and bang on the blinker, right?
1: Just fucking turn. You're pulling over so the kid can come out and hit the blinker. You might as well just do the turn. Oh, and when
0: his blinker was working, like so before this banging on the blinker situation, he never turns it off.
1: Ah, oh, so he would turn and it, would and just the blinker on. would just
0: be on for the rest of the drive. <laughs> <laughs> and I would always just be like, "Vavu, blinker, turn off the blinker." <laughs> Oh, the number of accidents we almost got in because of him. He should not have been driving any longer. <laughs> My grandfather was at that point long before they long. took a car away from him.
1: Right. Because then, so he had that car, but then he had the minivan. Yes. So the minivan came after. Yes.
0: Yeah, so he eventually right. they retired the Monte Carlo. He got this gold... Oh, what is it? A Dodge Caravan, maybe? Yeah, I Something think Something like is. that. 1999. And I was like, fantastic. Like, I don't know why my grandfather needs a minivan. He had no children at that right. point. He was fully grown. Retired. <laughs> one grandchild.
1: <laughs> at the time. Right? What
0: did he need a minivan yeah. for? Nothing. But... It was a new vehicle. I was less embarrassed to be picked up in it. Right? Yeah. He got that thing. And oh my God. The reason they can't have new things is because they need to preserve them.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Like they, nothing can happen. Now that he had this new car, it was like, I'm going to treat this like royalty. Oh, that's with everything. The way he cut plastic. And put plastic over all the carpets in that van. I love it. The plastic was very specific. And I'm going to describe it in case anyone else remembers this specific plastic. It was kind of like like a vinyl material. Thick. Super thick. Spikes on the underside. This hexagon pattern. Yellow, goldish hue. It was clear, but like yellowish. Yeah. And he he had that as like a runner all the way down <laughs> in his house on the carpet in his hallways. So that covered all his carpets. But then he, he must Did have he had get a, a roll. a deal
1: on this? He
0: must have had a roll somewhere. Right. Because he cut to size pieces of that to put all on the, on the minivan, all on the carpets on the ground. So it was just yellow plastic everywhere. And we weren't allowed to put our backpacks on the seats.
1: That's that's the part that kills me cuz why? He would get so mad. Well, cuz he didn't put the plastic on the seats, right? No. Yeah, so okay. Like put it on put it on the ground with the plastic. I guess. It's still like preserved till this day.
0: <laughs> exactly.
1: So, so he did something, right?
0: If you're following along, this was a 1999 minivan. Eventually We decided my grandfather couldn't drive anymore. And then my dad took it over. Yep. And still has it in 2022. He drives it.
1: When I pull up to her parents' house and I see that minivan, (laughs) all the memories just like come back. It takes you back to elementary
0: school. I was getting picked up by my grandfather in that minivan in elementary school.
1: Is that what he, is that his main car that he drives?
0: Yeah. Yeah. He doesn't, it's not like just like a side piece that he drives around the city.
1: Like that's his only car. So when he comes up to come visit you here, he brings that one. He brings that car up here. He will
0: be driving that to my house tomorrow morning with folding tables and chairs in the back.
1: And ponce (laughs) on meat
0: For the party. Wow. Long distance. And. It's not a Toyota. <laughs> no, when my dad got it a few years ago, whatever five five years ago maybe, the plastic was still on it. I believe. Oh yeah, I believe it. He said the interior of that car was brand new.
1: See, your grandfather did something right.
0: He like my my dad picked up all the plastic, brand new.
1: Oh, so he got rid of the plastics.
0: Yeah, it was like going in a time capsule. Brand new vehicle. Damn.
1: And like, probably not that much miles on it either, because your grandfather no. probably just drove around here.
0: Is there a difference between like, slow miles and fast miles? because if if it only had like, a few miles on it on that minivan, they were slow miles. <laughs> we always used to laugh at him because he drove with two feet.
1: That is right.
0: One foot on the gas and one foot on the yeah. brake at all times.
1: Holy crap. A and his reaction memory. time was not good. Has he? Did he get into any accidents of driving like that? Can't really remember
0: accidents with him, but it, it's because he drove so slow, slow everywhere. Right. Like you weren't—I mean, people were honking at us, driving around <laughs> us, flipping us off. But he was going like an inchworm. Poor thing, though. There was one time it was snowing, and he had the big boat before the minivan, and he was going down a big steep hill covered in snow and cars were just like sliding all the way off down the hill <laughs> and he took this boat and he popped one he, he turned the tires popped one tire up onto the sidewalk and like kind of sideways and just sort of like inched his way down the whole hill as like cars were just like sliding down around us and i was like nice move <laughs> that's incredible <laughs> you right. know what to do he was a passenger once with my mom who drives faster and she was driving down your street and my grandfather was like all distraught because it was like way too fast for him i mean it might have been like 40 okay (laughs) but it was way too fast and he was like hey meaning he was gonna turn into hamburger meat (laughs) if she kept driving the way she was driving. How adorable.
1: This little say he's such cute saying.
0: <laughs> I would go to my grandparents' house once they retired after school. Okay. Where did you go?
1: So after school it always depended. If my father was uh laid off like in the winter, he obviously would bring me to school in the morning. And then after school <laughs> There's a couple of different sports bars like around the school. So I would walk to the one that he, w- he was like a member at in the winter, dead of winter. <laughs> in your skirt. In my skirt. I would meet him there and while he was, I guess, drinking or playing dominoes, I would sit at the pool table doing my own homework, eating a, drinking a small and a bag of chips <laughs> But then we would get into the car when it was time to go. I mean, the time to go was when my mom was almost home from work. Was, she would not be okay knowing that we just spent the whole afternoon at a bar. <laughs> um, So we would get home kind of like right before she would get home. And he's so when we, before we get into the house, he's like, don't tell your mother <laughs> that we were at the bar. <laughs> we, were just, we were home the whole time. <laughs> oh, my God. So that's what my after-schools with my dad looked like, just hanging out at the bar.
0: Was it a regular sports bar or was it more like one of those like social club?
1: I think that's a regular sports bar. I think. The one that you had to be like a member. You had to like
0: pay. I feel like they all do like double duty. Like you could rent it out for a party.
1: Right. Because the one that my dad. But there's a
0: bar in the back. Yeah. And the old men go play cartage.
1: Right. The one that my dad was at. He had a whole hall upstairs. Right. I had a graduation party and I made bank. Yeah, his <laughs> all his friends would come upstairs. They wouldn't even they like technically weren't invited to the party, but because they knew there was a party upstairs and there's all this like Portuguese food, massive amounts of food on like really unnecessary, obviously, they just overcooked too much. They would come up, make themselves a plate. I felt like I was in The Goodfellas. Have you ever watched the movie The Goodfellas? No, but I can understand. With, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I felt like I was like in this mob type <laughs> party, and like I was getting hundred dollar bills, like just handed to me, like in a handshake. <laughs> in the handshake. And were, like, Congratulations! <laughs> and I'm like, oh okay. And I'm like, shit, a hundred dollars in my hands. <laughs> I don't mean, need no card, nothing.
0: Esnyr, where's the carta?
1: <laughs> no card. And I'm like, wow. I in my head, I think I made bank at that party. <laughs> I bet. But yeah, so. That's where I was hanging out after school.
0: <laughs> I feel like when we got older, you came to like my grandmother's house a bunch. Yeah,
1: I did. Takes a village.
0: <laughs> Both of my grandparents lived one street away from each other. Like their house, you can almost like see their houses from the other right. one's house. And so I would like alternate just to make it fair. And I was always watching, you know, MTV or whatever the heck middle schoolers were watching that
1: That you probably shouldn't have been watching but (laughs) in the late 90s yeah
0: so MTV Spring Break I remember being like a huge thing or really like any program that was on MTV was questionable at that time but
1: now I remember watching MTV Spring Break and saying to myself I can't wait to go to that did you ever think in your mind like I can't wait to go party like that
0: yeah and now it's like the stuff of
1: nightmares but I was like I never even I never even partied on Spring Break no (laughs)
0: I would go, like, snowboarding yeah, when I was in college on spring the break. we had chance
1: to, and we never took it. But when we grew up watching it on TV, we are like, oh, my God, I can't wait to do that. I can't wait to go to Cancun, Mexico.
0: <laughs> yeah, it it was the place to be. Right. And my grandmother would come in. And, you know, I'm watching this at her dining room table uh, on the TV, just all these people grinding up on each other, <laughs> Cisco and Pink and whoever was. <laughs> In the mix yep. there. And they're like bikinis, string bikinis or whatever. And my grandmother would just have like all her religious figurines like around the room. And she'd walk by and she'd catch glimpses of it. This one grandmother. And she'd be like, Isaud Yob. She'd say, This is the devil. This is the devil. You were watching the devil. You gotta turn this off and we would get into huge fights about it. It was just you were
1: watching people dancing. You're just watching people grinding on each other. Well, it's not appropriate, but it's not the devil's work. Right.
0: (laughs) And so this was one grandmother on one side of the family. And the other grandmother on the other side could not have loved that type of programming more.
1: Which is my favorite. She was all
0: into that stuff. (laughs) Her favorite show when I was growing up was Jerry Springer. I love it. She loved nothing more. Like she didn't understand it. She didn't speak English. Yeah, she didn't know
1: what was going on. She
0: didn't know the storyline. Yeah,
1: she could guess.
0: She could guess. Somebody
1: cheated on somebody. Yeah. somebody doesn't know whose father the baby is. Yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> she could probably. You they could figure it out. It's two men, one woman. They're fighting over the woman. Like easy, Yeah. easy peasy, right? Yeah. And they would always fight. They'd always just start pulling on hair, throwing chairs, punches, whatever. She loved that shit. She she did, I remember. She she's like, oh yeah. Paganagadea. Yeah, she was so excited for them to pull on each yeah, other's hair. It. And I don't know why that entertained her so much. <laughs> but she loved that.
1: That's like that's awesome because she's like this Portuguese lady and she just wants to see people fight, it's amazing. <laughs>
0: It was so great. And it was just such a contrast because I had one on one side. I'd go there after school and they'd be like, that's the devil. What are you watching? And the other one's like, Jerry.
1: <laughs> she, she would be screaming it in the crowd. Jerry, Jerry. <laughs> what do you think that is in Portuguese? Like, givos. Is that how you say it? Yeah, because my cousin Jerry is a givos. jivose, jivose, <laughs> imagine that your mom in the back and she's the only one screaming that <laughs> oh my god Just didn't ridiculous. jerry have like the party god right steve steve yeah. didn't he end up with his own show at some point yeah he did a yeah, spinoff yeah like he had a sometimes he was bald yeah yeah i think he had a spinoff i don't
0: think it was successful
1: no you were you were jerry's party god <laughs> All right. but, oh so my grandmother hated
0: steve because he because he would break up the fights she hated him.
1: Smile. She's like dish alone <laughs> She would just. She wanted them to keep going. How do we? We need to go back to your grandmother's house and watch a couple episodes with her. Like oh, I'm sure we can love find more. Find them on Amazon or like YouTube, and we should just throw a couple episodes and see. She she would definitely remember, right? Oh yeah, yeah.
0: She probably still watches like yeah, if they what, rerun
1: or something. That's still? what I'm trying to think. If there's reruns of it. So I don't know if Jerry's still on. It could be. Because Jerry must be getting old. Maury's done.
0: Does she like Maury? No, because she doesn't understand the dialogue. So that's why she liked Jerry. Yeah. Because it was there was action.
1: Because they didn't fight. They didn't fight with Maury. I don't think. Not like that. Any- no. Not like Jerry. No. Anyway. Yeah. No. Jerry. Jerry like they cool, were throwing cool chairs.
0: Yeah. They'd be chasing you backstage. It was a whole thing. Yeah.
1: And it's just funny, too, how, like, they went on these shows, because it's like, I don't know who the father is. I know that's more Maury, but I'm sure Jerry had <laughs> things like that. It was all
0: staged. It was all fake. Yeah.
1: And it's just... But it made for great TV. Look at them. Oh, like, yeah. Like, all of it. America
0: does. loved that trash, especially at that time.
1: Do you think... They still love the trash TV. <laughs> um, do you think... The paternity test with maury was staged. What do you think? Those people yeah. really don't know who the husband or the, or the fathers are.
0: No, I think it was all staged.
1: Hmm, interesting. I wonder. I think to a certain extent it was, but I'm wondering if really like these people didn't know who the fathers were.
0: Do you remember in sixth grade we all gave each other nicknames of talk show hosts? Yes. I think I was Sally Jesse Raphael.
1: Yeah. Was I Rookie Lake?
0: Oh, you look just like Risky <laughs> <and> Ricky Lake. <laughs> you were definitely I mean, Rookie yeah. Lake. But like that's what we would have to watch. Yeah, You'd have like hours of TV when you got home from school. I You'd re- watch talk shows
1: like that. And some soap operas were on if you got stuck I with. never got into soap operas. I did it when I got a little older. I got into Passions because it was like a doll that turned... That was alive. That would talk to you. <laughs> That's right up your alley. <laughs> I didn't watch that. And of course,
0: we had like TRL. Yeah, TRL is the big one.
1: It counted down the 10, 10 music videos. I think right.
0: It was like the same ten every day.
1: It couldn't really change from one day to another. And how did it change? Like, were we call? Were you calling in for your favorite video? Like, how did they determine who was number one and who was number? Like, how did we do that?
0: It must have been a voting process. But, But like, like, I don't remember voting.
1: No. Probably couldn't use the phone to call that number, to call the...
0: (laughs) Probably show up on the phone bill. Let's get it beaten for that.
1: You get, like, you see a New York phone number.
0: You know how they always give the disclaimer when you say, like, call this number to vote. Text and phone charges (laughs) do apply. And then you'd get, like, a 52-page phone bill.
1: Because you were (laughs) voting. You're just trying to get M Ms number one, okay? <laughs> That's all you're trying to do. <laughs> you're trying to beat Hanson.
0: <laughs> my mom took my M CD away from me, she- because it was it was like parental advisory. I had other parental advisory CDs that she didn't seem to have a problem with. Yeah, but when I got the whatever M CD, I got one of the first ones. She was like, "I don't like this M CD. I don't want you listening to it." And she like put it in her. Table oh, okay. on the side of the bed, and I think it's still there. <laughs> I think if I went to her house right now and opened it up, there'd be an Eminem so, album so in there.
1: <laughs> Eminem was actually my first Parental Advisory CD too, but my mom. I was at um, Rentham. It was like the outlets there, and they had a music store. So surprisingly, still a music store, and I just went in with my mom. I put them an MCD on the counter. <laughs> she doesn't.
0: She, <laughs> she didn't know what parental advisory she was. No,
1: the kid, you know. And I don't even know if this was. If they just see a parent on the side of you, they just give it up like, okay, I guess I can, you can buy this. I don't even know if they were checking it in any way. But my mom just paid for yeah. it. And- yeah, they're not checking your mom's reading comprehension <laughs> <laughs> at the register. Senhora sabe o que Even if my mom heard a swear in a song she wouldn't even know what she it wouldn't meant have known. yeah she knows now she knows what, like the f word is but not at that time so i could like listen to eminem in front of her and she wouldn't have known what he was saying my mom's favorite song right now is rihanna cake the cake song what song is that uh cake 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 <laughs> it's like she like loves that i don't know why and i'm like Mom, if you only knew what it meant, does she sing it? Yeah, she says she'll say, Kate, Kate, like, she'll start singing it in the car. She doesn't
0: sing, bool, 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 bool.
1: Yeah. That's what I told her. It, like, I was like, mom, you want me to sing like, bool, bool? So she'll say that too. as a joke. <laughs> but she loves that song. I'm like, Mom, it's about sex. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even know that. I think, I think it is. I, I don't remember it, though. It's a few years old now. Yeah. But I think it is.
0: I would be on the phone. All the time at my grandmother's house when I'd go there after school, I would just pick up the phone and I wouldn't stop and I was on the phone with you yeah. probably oh, although I don't were- know if you were at your, if you were at the bar I wasn't calling up the <laughs> bar so I don't know but I feel like I was always on the phone with you after school or maybe it was our other friend but
1: as soon as I did get home, I was on the phone yeah like I sometimes
0: need- I'd get punished by my parents for doing whatever and they'd be like, no phone. And I'd go to my grandmother's house after school and one of them, the one that liked Jerry Springer, would be like, oh, you can go still use the phone over there because I won't tell you dad. (laughs) And I would use it.
1: I think she's your ride or die.
0: She's my ride or die. She didn't have a car, but she was my ride or die.
1: (laughs) She let you watch Springer. She let you watch freaking people grinding on each other.
0: (laughs) She didn't have a cordless phone though. Oh so at her house it sucked because the phone and the tv were in different rooms and the phone was a corded, stuck to the wall oh, phone, so
1: you couldn't watch tv at the same time
0: and there was just a cadet underneath it oh, okay. so it was in the kitchen and so i had to sit in this little cadet with a tv tray in front of me and i'd like do my homework or just sit there and be on the phone and one day i was doing just that and my grandfather who didn't cook anything, didn't know how to cook anything. I don't know what business he had doing this, but he decided he was going to be roasting chestnuts.
1: Oh, yeah. You know, um, I think
0: they're called like Castañas
1: Is that what it's called? Yep.
0: He decided he wanted to roast chestnuts on a George Foreman grill. No, sir. Directly across from where I was sitting. So he has the George Foreman grill plugged in. He puts like the little chestnuts on the grill and then closes the lid of the George Foreman grill, which doesn't close all the way because no. there's fucking chestnuts <laughs> in it. Right. <laughs> when that thing heated up, those things started exploding well, yeah. all over me. Like, I'm just <laughs> I'm on the phone and it was like I was getting shot at. What like it was nut? just chestnut just exploding at me. Like it was just ridiculous. Whoever was on the phone with them, I'm like, I don't know what's going on in this fucking <laughs> I'm
1: getting chestnuts. Get a shot. I just got hit. I just got hit.
0: I just had chestnut residue like all over me. And, and I'm like, what are you doing, Vavu? Like you don't even know how to turn the stove on. You're gonna go grill chestnuts on an open George Foreman grill.
1: <laughs> don't you just boil the chestnuts?
0: I thought you roast them on an open fire.
1: <laughs> Only for Christmas, you do.
0: <laughs> I don't know.
1: I'm pretty sure you could just boil the chestnuts. Probably. I'm, well, I'm, I don't know.
0: I've never cooked a chestnut.
1: I'm not a chef, so I don't know. <laughs> but I, it's
0: like a hard outer shell, the brown.
1: I could have sworn that my parents, my mom, just takes like a big tosh and it's like fill the chestnuts are in there with the water. But maybe there's like another step, and I just don't remember it.
0: The step I can assure you is not put it in the George Foreman grill.
1: No, it's not. I'm That's not a, like. I'm not a chef and I can tell you.
0: <laughs> it's almost as good as when my family tried to cook yams in a pressure cooker. And like the hairs from the yams clogged up the vent on the pressure cooker.
1: Oh, my God. And it
0: just sent the lid exploding off the top like a bomb.
1: <laughs> oh, weird. <laughs> Bad analogy, pressure
0: cooker and bomb. <laughs> it's just like the, the pressure cooker my dad brought on the airplane.
1: <laughs> so it's about that time. Thanks for listening. If you're
0: enjoying our podcast, please just give us a review on whatever platform you're using to listen to us. You can also visit our website. It's com. We have transcripts available there of every episode. And you can also send us an email, mail at folk and Or you can hit us up on Twitter,
1: same handle there, folkandfad. And for Instagram, you can follow us at underscore, it's called culture.